Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy For Me and it's all a bit last minute this morning and you can probably hear it in my voice. Um, It's Saturday, Uh, it's eight minutes to eight. Um, The podcast's due to be out in, well, just over an hour's time and I felt fairly lousy yesterday. I've had a a cold for a couple of days uh, and just couldn't face uh, recording. Last night was feeling sort of shivery and tired and what have you. So I thought, right, well, I'll do it this morning. Um, and after a very, very weird night's sleep, uh, I'm now I'm now going to try and power through this uh, before contemplating what the rest of the day is going to bring, including the fact that I'm due to run today. And I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but at 660-odd days, that's a, that's a bit of a run to come to an end. So um, l- lots of soul-searching with that as well today. Um, But anyway, let's get cracking and we'll start off with a little bit of that twangy guitar. Monday. No sooner had Wordle come along... Uh, and I know there's a lot going on with Wordle at the moment since they've been bought by the New York Times and there's a lot of people moaning about the words that they're using um, and whether it's actually got harder and whether the soul of Wordle has has disappeared. Uh, I'm not quite sure how I feel about the soul of Wordle, but uh, I do accept the fact that since it's moved, it's a kind of different profile of words, uh, including an American spelling the other day, which caused a huge amount of furore. Uh, for those of us who are struggling to to find a word because we weren't thinking in Americanese. But um, Nerdle's come along, and and it was Josh that actually introduced me to Nerdle. And Nerdle's, basically, you just have to um, come up with a mathematic calculation. Uh, And you have a load of boxes, and you have um, the main um, symbols, so uh, add plus divide. uh, And times, and you have every, every number, you have your equals, and you've got However many boxes, I'm now trying to add it up in my head while I talk, which means I think it's eight boxes, and you just have to determine what the sum is. So um, I guess um, 100 minus 9 equals um, 91. Is that right? Is that that, that 800 minus that's 495 equals? Yeah, so so that, that would do it. That would do it. And um, and you've got, I think it's six guesses uh, in the same way that you do with, with, with Wordle. Um, and I didn't want another one. Um, I've, I've kind of got this little morning routine now where I sit and do Wordle. I'm still quite enamored with Wordle. Um, and I didn't want another one. And then, of course, I did one. And, and I've now become transfixed as well. So I now have a, a word and a mathematical uh, problem to solve. Um, and I do it while I have my cup of tea in the morning. So I get up, make a cup of tea, sit by the window um, in in my spinny chair and and do Nerdle and Wordle. And it's it's actually quite a nice, gentle start to the day. So if you've not checked out Nerdle, give Nerdle a go. Tuesday. I haven't mentioned Brexit for a while and I I could bang on about it and I still my views haven't changed and I still think it's an absolute disaster but um what with Partygate and everything to do um with what's going on in, in Downing Street Brexit doesn't seem to have featured as much um in the news and hasn't really you know it, it's been struggling to get to the top of my 
my thought process. Um, but something happened today that made me think about race again, which was last year, I was it last year or 2021, 2022, definitely 2020, I think in 21 as well, um, migration figures went up. Um, and if you go back to some of the darker bits of the Brexit campaign and some of the things that have been talked about, and I'm thinking very much about the, the whole thing about Turkey and Turkey coming into the EU and Turkish migrants overrunning the UK. Um, what's actually happened since we had the ability to take more of a control of our borders is that um, we've, we've let more people in. Uh, we've not let more people in from Europe. But we have let more people in from the wider portions of the world. Um, Hong Kong's a part of that, and obviously there's a lot of challenges going on with in, around, around Hong Kong. Um, but but the net result has been an increase in migration, and I do wonder how this would go down with that portion of the public who thought Brexit was a good idea and actually did base their decision partly on this ridiculous notion of sovereignty and, and partly on the notion that actually the country is full. Um, so we need, to, we need to be reducing down the number of, of people who, who come here. Now, I've always been a fan of migration. Migration's a net contributor to the economy. To suggest anything otherwise goes, flies in the face of all the economic data. But I did think it was quite interesting, and I'm, I'm a little bit I'm kind of waiting now to see if if Jacob, in his new role, is gonna is gonna stand up and say one of the benefits of Brexit is actually that we've got more people from a much wider um, set of backgrounds now actually coming and settling in the UK. Wednesday, I stumbled on a story about Downham Market. Now, Downham Market is one of those nice little market town stroke villages so it's not really a big town it's a bit kind of in that in that space between the two in in Norfolk I believe and I came across it because the mayor the deputy mayor um, the town clerk and six of its town councillors all resigned at a meeting um, I think last week I'm not sure on the exact date um, citing bullying and um, what it's it kind of it revolves around a campaign against one of the town's officials. Um, not quite sure what the topics were. I mean, you can imagine in a town like that that it's probably something in the scheme of things quite particular and relatively small in nature. Um, but for whatever reason, there's been a campaign of bullying, and uh, and. I, I watched the statements the other night as the mayor uh, read a statement from the six councillors uh, and then walked out of this this meeting. Um, and there's obviously chaos going on in down the market. I think the police were called to one of one of the meetings. It, it, it reminded me of that situation with Jackie Weaver and the online call uh, through the pandemic. But it also made me. I actually started to do a little bit of searching around. Um, how kind of um, edgy and rock and roll um, sort of town and village um, council meetings and parish council meetings actually were. Now, one thing that's interesting about this particular situation is that, um, and it is this this did chime, and it and it, but and it doesn't surprise me, but it, it does really um, disappoint me, which is two years ago um, down and. Market had a very diverse um, 
set of people on its council, aging age ranges from twenty to eighty in a mix in terms of backgrounds. And for whatever reason, because of the campaign that's gone on, they've now let been left with nine or ten largely white middle aged male councillors. And when you looked at this group of people, it your heart sank in terms of um that kind of entrenched um sort of power grab by white middle-aged male i don't think power grab's the right term but you know what i mean that whole thing of mayors and councillors traditionally being you know relatively portly males in their whatever age quite a quite quite a reasonable mix of, of gold jewelry and, and half sovereign rings and um and that did that did annoy me that did get to me a little bit um but if you want a bit of high drama if you want a bit of high political drama and there isn't a lot of political drama going on in westminster at the moment in fact i don't know if it's recessed this week or not but there's not a lot of uh, political drama in um in in westminster obviously we've got stuff going on globally but not not necessarily in westminster so i was looking for a bit of high political drama and in down market i absolutely found it <laughs> Thursday. So here's the dilemma, and this is what I've been thinking about today. Could I manage without my smartphone? Do I want to manage without my smartphone? Do I think it would be a better place to be if I wasn't somehow addicted to my smartphone? I don't know how or if I'm addicted in comparison to the rest of the population, but I do know that I can't be far away from it. Um, I left it in the car on Tuesday night when I went to the football and um, I noticed how many times I would have reached for my phone, even though I was watching a football match as well, but just in the bits in between, in the going for a coffee, in the walking to the ground, in the pre-match, the you know the half-time, the post-match, how, how many times I would have grabbed for the phone, which of course isn't healthy at all. Um, and it, it, it made me, I know a while ago there was a little bit of a, a little bit of a movement towards, um, um, you know, pe- people actually abandoning phones. Um, I know quite a few people, I think three or four years ago, uh, quite a few people, you know, s- thought about the whole concept of doing away with a phone. And then, of course, what we had, and I don't know how many years ago it was, but obviously we had Nokia bring back um, whatever that phone model was. Was it the 3310? I'm not sure. Um, which which took you back to an earlier age. So yes, you'd got a camera on your phone, but it was very, very low res. And you could make phone calls and you could do text messages and it had got a couple of simple games on it. And that was kind of it. That was all it did. Um, and obviously for years and years and years, you know, for those of us who lived through that, actually that phone was fantastic. I mean, there's a reason why it was a classic and all those people who had one, and most of us had that phone. You know, that f- that phone was exceptional. I mean, it, it had run for, you know, days and days and days. And I know when they brought it back, part of it was about um, festival phones. So if you went away for a weekend, particularly to an event like a festival, and you had no way of charging your phone, that you would take you take something like that for the weekend. So you could still make a, an SMS message. You could still, um, you know, you could, you, you could still, I mean, I think I used to tweet on mine. I think you, I think you used to be able to send a tweet to a SMS number and it would be posted on Twitter that way round. Um, and I'm sure I used to tweet that way round from that phone. I think I used to, when Twitter first came out, I don't think it was a, it was definitely pre smartphones and it wasn't really a, um, 
a format that was really about using your mobile device. So I certainly remember tweeting from from a phone by sending an SMS, which was quite a, quite a weird thing. So, um, but no, this and it actually drove me to look at Nokia's page actually, and they've they've expanded the range. And what they're kind of what they're slowly doing is they're kind of slowly getting to a smartphone, but in a Nokia phone kind of format. So smaller screen, but they've you know you can get one of these phones now with WhatsApp on it, and you can get one of these phones with Facebook on it, which to me would be the whole idea of actually bidding the phone in the first place. But it got me thinking about what what could I not do without and what would I really want to keep? And of course, that's when you then start thinking about things like Wordle and Nerdle. Um, because that's an... I mean, I suppose I could sit and do all that on an iPad and I don't need that on a phone. I could even do it on the computer. Um, and we're not going to take screens away from our lives, but it's this whole thing of, do you need a screen in your pocket or can you? should you actually have... You know, should it be like the old days where you walk in and you have a computer, or you have a, um, you know, you, you you go and you do you do work and then you move away from it towards, you know, the end of the the end of the day. So, um, I don't, do you know what? I really, I really do. I'd like. There's part of me thinks I'd like to be able to do it, and then there's part of me thinks that, well, why isn't it, isn't it a step backwards? What's the the point? Am I is my is my dependency on my phone, and I'm not suggesting I am dependent on my phone, but is my dependency on my phone making me unhappy or making me anxious or all those things? And I suppose I would say to you, no, I don't think it is. But then, of course, I don't know. I don't know what life would be like if I was disconnected from that device. And when it was a device that you sent a message on or you made a phone call on, you weren't constantly looking at your phone. In fact, you weren't looking at your phone at all. It was just there you know, in your pocket, uh, and you waited for it to ring or you waited for it to beep. Um, I mean, I think I'd struggle without WhatsApp. Uh, in fact, I know I'd struggle without WhatsApp, but could I do WhatsApp just if it was text? Is, is Do I like WhatsApp? Is it just the fact that that's the platform I use for messaging and I don't really want to have to change, but actually could I do WhatsApp without all the associated bells and whistles of WhatsApp and just actually do WhatsApp on text? Um, Would it still achieve what it largely needs to achieve? And I don't know. I don't know. Um, So I'm going to give it a little bit more thought to the point where I might even buy um, one of these Nokia phones and, and... have have that as an experiment for a week and just turn the smartphone off and go to something like that for a week or a fortnight and see how I I get on. I'm not des- I'm not necessarily saying I'm definitely going to do it, but I don't know. It might be quite a worthwhile experiment to to try. Friday. In terms of a storm, then what a day. Um, 122 mile an hour winds um, I think that was the Isle of Wight they were recorded um, but it was definitely a bit breezy uh, and no doubt it was up there with the list of storms I mean I know a few people uh, lost their lives and and any loss of life is you know is is, is a, um, a, tr- a true disaster but I, I feared for it being a lot worse so I think um, when you looked at some of the imagery um, you know, I think I'm not saying we got off lightly because that's an awful thing to say. And there's four there's four families there that don't feel they've got off lightly at all. But, um, but but it you know it it could have it could have been worse, but it wasn't it wasn't great. Um, 
And I, I mean, I've picked Stormy Weather as the as the tune for this week to name the episode. And I picked it not. I mean, it's a bit on the nose. It is. I mean, you know, it is a bit. It is a bit on the nose. Uh, and it's Storm for the second time in a week because I used Storm from last week. Um, but there's a story behind why I picked Stormy Weather. Now, I grew up in the eighties, and um, and and I won't hide the fact that I was into a bit of hair rock. So you know, the the point in time that I was growing up, that it was all Bon Jovi and it was all Europe and it was it was Def Leppard and it was it was bands like that. And um, one of the bands that that hit in the middle of the eighties was a was a band called Magnum. They'd been around for a long time, but they they put out a very radio friendly AOR album um, called Wings of Heaven, um, which had a single on it called Start Talking Love. And in that mid eighties period, mid to late eighties period, we we had this thing of um, CDs and te- they, were, they were largely tapes actually of compilation albums. So the now albums were all out, but also there was lots of these rock albums. So you know, Hot City Nights and and, and any number of um, titles based on those kind of things, or Leather and Lace, or what what whatever these these albums you know were were called. Um, and they were they were all these rock tunes brought together, and there was so much of that kind of hair rock floating around. So it was fairly easy to get to get all this stuff and bring it together. And and start talking love was was on there, and that's the song that got me into Magnum. And I ended up going to see Magnum a couple of times. And for a while, I I bought a few Magnum albums. Um, and they had an album called Sleepwalking. And this album had a song on it called Stormy Weather. And I was taken with this song very, very early on uh, and bought the album, uh, bought it on CD. And then for whatever reason, in various house moves and changes of circumstances and what have you, this album disappeared. Don't know whether I sold it. Don't know whether when I first got on Mac and, you know, I went through a phase of, of ripping a load of discs and selling a lot of discs. Um, but the problem there was this um, this album... Um, is is in that kind of unique position, and a lot of artists seem to have this. And I'm sure it's a licensing thing, or who an album signed to, or whatever it is. But you can't get it. Um, it's it never appeared on Spotify, and it never appeared on i you know on, on iTunes or anything like that. And um, the only way now is to chance on a second hand copy of the album. And I've been trying to chance on a second hand copy of the album for years. I've never managed to do it. Um, and then. I, I, for whatever reason, I've been searching for the song for a long time. It wasn't the album particularly, it was the, it was the song. And I've managed to get it, and I don't quite know how I did. And I've got a sneaking suspicion that it was, it, it, I, I probably got it off one of these kind of sites where somebody else uploads their music, and I probably, it was probably a, an illegal kind of download. But I have got it now in my iTunes library. Uh, it's on my running mix. Um I can get a live version. They've played it on a couple of live albums, but it's not the same as the original. And I'm going to see if I can get find a video with the original one on to put. And the thing is, the song's not anything particularly special. But you get, in these moments, something just... It be- becomes obsessional. And, and this song, for a while, became really, really obsessional. Um, I had the same thing um, with a song I couldn't, I couldn't work out um, I think it was Don Henley. Um, there was a Don Henley song that I couldn't work out the name of the title of the song, and I knew the uh, I knew the melody, but I, I I couldn't work out 
what the song was actually called, so therefore I couldn't find it, and I didn't know who the artist was. It, it turned out to be Don Hendley and Patti Smith, I think. Um, I think it's called Sometimes Love Just Ain't Enough, but it might not be called that. Um, but that was another one that I got obsessional about until I finally tracked it finally tracked it down. Um, so have a listen to Stormy Weather. I don't know if you're going to like it or not. As I say, it's very much of its time. I still like it. Um, assuming I can find it, I might not be able to find it yet. Um, and, and other than that, have a have a good weekend, have a safe weekend. Uh, I think we've still got some weather to come in. There's a lot of sleet and snow forecast. Uh, we've got a lot more of that up here than, than maybe wind. I don't think we had the wind anything like as bad. So um, so that's that's all coming in. Um, but have a have a safe weekend and I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> therapy for me then please subscribe and share as you see fit this has been an a short stories production